The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Analysis, discussion. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R O N N I E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. We're today going to discuss Mike Shanahan. Hey. Congratulations to Shanny. He's going into the ring of fame. What does Mike Shanahan mean to you? What does it mean to me? And how did he transform the Denver Broncos from, well, a team that just seemed like they were on the edge the whole time into Super Bowl champions on a back-to-back case? We're going to talk about that today on the podcast. But first, I want to say hello to our friends at DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Look, we've all heard the rumors, okay? But Fight Island finally here all right weekends 251 ufc boy it's gonna be a lot of fun and it is said to be the best yet with some big names stepping into the octagon all night long at ufc 251 this is the event that you do not want to miss and even more so, there is no better place to get in on the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. This week only, DraftKings is offering all new users a special odds boost on this weekend's headline fight. Bet $20 to win $100 on either fighter this week. Also, full of a ton of action. Here's the deal. DraftKings offering all users, not one, but two, profit boosts when you place a bet on UFC 251. Just place a pre-match bet on a fighter, and if they win, your payout increases. Of course, look, a whole week of action from golf to European soccer all the way to Abu Dhabi for Fight Island and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. Easy to deposit and withdraw your funds as you want, safe and secure, and to top it all off, DraftKings Sportsbook offering their best sign-up offer to date right now. You do not want to miss it. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the promo code MHS when you sign up. For a limited time, new users can get a no-brainer odds boost on a headline fight this Saturday. Bet $20 and win $100. Yep, that's right. Bet 20, win 100, no matter who you pick, regardless of the fighter at UFC 251, your odds will be boosted from $20 to win $100. So head to DraftKings Sportsbook now and sign up with promo code MHS. Must be 21 or older and in Colorado only. Bonus is comprised of a first deposit bonus and first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 20 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Masvidal and uh, Usman. I mean, who you want? UFC 251, that's this weekend. And, of course, you can bet with our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code MHS. I tell you what, back in the day when the Denver Broncos were led by this man, you were always betting on them. That was Mike Shanahan, now announced into the Broncos Ring of Fame, a event that will happen due to the uh, COVID situation in 2021. So look, uh, quite frankly, we don't even know if there's going to be a season coming up this year. So look, we're going to push it to 2021. But Mike Shanahan getting into the Ring of Fame, uh, you know, the the Ring of Fame, of course, saved for the the iconic, the masterful, the brilliant, the incredible minds that have well, don the orange and blue and or 
been a part of the success for this football team. And Mike Shanahan, certainly it, obviously uh, a Super Bowl champ uh, in Super Bowl 32, Super Bowl 33. He has a regular season win percentage of 552, 571 in the postseason for a career 553. That's 178 wins and 144 losses. Now, of course, an early career for him that, uh, look, got a little bit uh, rocky. Uh, I mean, first of all, I mean, I guess it got really rocky, first of all, in his in his playing days. Remember, Mike Shanahan used to play. Uh, he was quarterback. I believe it was Eastern Illinois. Gosh, if I remember correctly, um, he got hit. I remember him telling this story. He got hit uh, pretty hard on a practice field, if I remember correctly. I think he ruptured his kidney or something like that. Um, almost, almost took him. I mean, seriously, was really uh, a, a really scary time, um, but he recovered from it. Served as an assistant. Uh, gosh, he was at University of Oklahoma. He was at Northern Arizona. He was uh, kind of all over the place as an offensive coordinator. Uh, he was a golfer, Minnesota, um, you know, University of Florida, and then eventually, you know, went into the NFL. Had the situation with the Raiders. We won't talk about that situation. The 49ers back in 92, short little stint. And then, of course, with the Denver Broncos, his time beginning with Denver back in 1995. And then, obviously, uh, climaxing with the 97-98 Super Bowls. Uh, then, of course, the record for victories in a two-season two span as well, too. And, uh, look, Mike Shanahan made his mark not only on the Denver Broncos and in this you know, society, but really the NFL. Look, for the longest time, and you can think back from you know, the 80s into the 90s, uh, you know, even as the late, the early 2000s, I should say, started to change with what Mike Shanahan was doing. Mike Shanahan really changed the NFL. I credit Mike Shanahan with the dual back system that uh, was obviously started to be utilized the moment Terrell Davis got hurt. Terrell Davis, unfortunately, tearing the ACL. Uh, what was it, that 99 season? And of course, uh, unfortunate, but you still have to have running backs as the show goes on in the NFL season. Well, Mike Shannon said, well, let's start with his two-back system. And then all of a sudden, look, through that uh, uh, zone-blocking scheme, and we're talking about a guy who uh, really know how to utilize it well and set up the play action. This is a running game that thrived with anybody who was back there, from Quentin Griffin to the guy who used to sell phones down at Park Meadows, Tatum Bell. Mike, remember Mike Bell? That guy used to jump over everybody. And then you had, of course, uh, you know, some really talented players, naturally talented. You know, I thought Mike Anderson had some pretty good talent. Clinton Portis, obviously. But it really kind of showed you how much Mike Shanahan believed in his system and his style when he shipped away Clinton Portis for, of course, Champ Bailey, uh, back in the mid-2000s when he said, you know what, this running back position, it's not that big of a priority. It's just simply not that big of a priority. It, it means more to have the better quarterback, and then we'll run this two-running back system, and you know we won't be so devastated when we have an injury, and or this is also a running back uh, you know, by committee that could be utilized in a special way because you have uh, guys rotating in, fresher legs in the third, fourth quarter, and then you got a one-on-one -on -one situation between fresh legs and a linebacker who's tired. All of a sudden, you know that that's an opportunity to win that matchup one-on-one -on -one, and maybe you break one for the end zone so Denver really utilized that so well and look this was an error of 
I think of the names, you know, I mean, in the 90s, Barry Sanders, Emmett Smith, into the 2000s with Priest Holmes, Larry Johnson, D- Jerome Bennis, Jamal Lewis, I mean, they, Sean Alexander, they were so many bell cow backs. And then that started to go away. It's not to say that the bell cow backs don't live in the NFL today, but they are certainly limited. And, you know, for every Ezekiel Elliott, there's a Denver situation. And, you know, I think Denver's a perfect example of that right now between Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay. And so, you know, you have every once in a while the bell cow back, the, the can't-miss prospect like a Saquon Barkley who comes out of the draft. Look, you're obviously going to run that kid. If you get an opportunity to pick him up and utilize him as a weapon, you're going to give him more opportunities. But it has now become a position that I don't want to say has been devalued, but it's just changed. It's changed in the way how the NFL has looked at it. And certainly, you know, for many teams, it has changed for the better with the understanding that, look, name the running backs in New New England for all those years. Uh, Rex Burkhead, uh, James White, Deion Lewis. The names are not impressive. They're not big names. You know who's the big name? It's Tom Brady. It's 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 Brady. It's Belichick. Those are the big names that are carrying you. And so you know they kind of understood that the running back position it was a little devalued. So I think Mike Shanahan was a bit ahead of his time when he finally understood that you know what we don't need the bell cow back. Look, if you got him, great. All right, terrific stuff. But he was not an absolute necessity. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by our friends at DraftKings America's top-rated sportsbook app. Now, of course, Shanahan going to go into the ring of fame. And we started thinking about this as far as where does he rank in NFL history. And it's kind of funny because, you know, when you think back to the 97-98 teams, look, obviously 97 coming off of a devastating loss against Jacksonville in 96, you know, a game where you were 11-plus point favorites and you blow it, you go into 97, and you're a dominant team. You're trying to hold off the defending champs, and, you know, uh, Elway and that team gets it done. They do it again in 98, of course, against Atlanta. Uh, This was a two-year run where they were supremely the better-coached team and the better-talented team just top to bottom from a great defense to obviously a terrific offense that was led by John Elway but yet it's funny because we always you know talk about iconic moments and you know NFL I I look back at NFL 100 and some of their you know highlights that they've shown you always never see Mike Shanahan and you always see these articles and you never see Mike Shanahan kind of listed up there as far as like one of the greatest NFL head coaches of all time. Look, this guy's got back-to-back Super Bowls and a long-standing reputation of being a terrific offensive mind. Now, for Shanahan, obviously, look, there's a legendary slew of coaches. Uh, you know, Hallis, Noel, Shula, I mean, <laughs> the list goes on and on. Madden. Johnson, Parcells, uh, maybe the greatest of all time, Vince Lombardi, Bill Belichick. You know, there, there are so many terrific head coaches that are just like atmospheric-wise, just on a whole new level. Uh, but I am surprised that Mike Shanahan's not brought up a lot. Bleacher Report's got an uh, article out now that has Mike Shanahan as 31 in NFL history. And I, I don't know. Put some respect on Mike Shanahan's name because I tell you what, that was one terrific head coach and a brilliant mind and obviously passing the reins to his son, Kyle Shanahan, who, uh, look, 
Still trying to get over the hump. Understandable. Wish he would have ran them all more in Atlanta against the New England Patriots. It is what it is. Uh, probably should have did the same in the last Super Bowl. But, hey, you know, yeah, you get third chances, hopefully. Uh, but Mike was just a terrific offensive mind. And, you know, for, for the Denver Broncos, the, it was truly one of the perfect pairings, perfect kind of combos that came together from a terrific head coach to the quarterback, a defense that was hard hitting, had some talented skill position players, a dominant running back. It really was this overall balanced team. And yet through all this talent, you found some great coaching as well, too, in Mike Shanahan. Uh, and, and I think, unfortunately for Shanahan, he won't be heralded as one of those most iconic ever. You know, look, here in Denver, he's, he's always going to be known as one of the most terrific head coaches in in Denver sports period I mean uh, with all due respect to the Rockies and the Nuggets and uh, the Avalanche you know uh, the Avalanche have obviously won some Stanley Cups but for the Denver Broncos they hold a majority of Denver sports titles as far as greatest X and when we ask for the greatest head coach in Denver sports it is no doubt Mike Shanahan not even close so uh, look, well-deserved going into the Ring of Fame. I would say a little delayed, although I know so, there's some sort of like, you know, kind of inside, you know, hey, you got to be out of the NFL five years. And, you know, Shanahan, of course, with Washington, left that situation. That was a mess. I mean, and quite frankly, when does it ever walk out uh, for Washington, right? I mean, it's just kind of, you know, it's meh. But this was a guy who I still believe is a brilliant talent. I'd love to, honestly, I'd love to see him still coaching. Probably going to sit on the sidelines and make no mistake, Mike, uh, you know, is crunching over film and still very much well entrenched in the industry just from a far view as he watches his kid, Kyle Shanahan, uh, do his thing, of course, in San Francisco. So uh, very big congratulations to Mike Shanahan, of course, making the ring of fame. He will be inducted in 2021. Thought it was a very, uh, very cool honor to bestow upon Shanahan who you know quite frankly again the greatest head coach in Denver history but NFL history boy he just never gets that love and I, and I think iconic wise you know when you look back on again I'm going to reference the NFL 100 and some of those highlight films you know what do you see when you see Denver Denver Broncos you see Pat Bolin you know right he, he was one of the most iconic figures in Denver Broncos in NFL history you know, you see John Elway, you see the drive, you see the clip of him doing the helicopter. Maybe there's, uh, you know, a, a quick little clip of Terrell Davis. But you never see Mike Shanahan. And maybe that's just because, you know, he kind of was was overshadowed by those two. You know, Elway was, was generally known as the more iconic individual of those teams. You know, Terrell Davis kind of falling in line afterwards. And, you know, Shanahan maybe falling behind Pat Bolin even. Um, so you don't usually see those clips. You know, when you see those clips of head coaches on the sideline, what do you see? You see Shula. You see Parcells. You see Ditka. You see Belichick. You know, the most iconic names. And it is a very loaded list, right? I mean, let's be honest. Shanahan, probably not going to get into the top ten when it comes to all time of NFL head coaches. But certainly, you know, I just want to give a little time and say, hey, you know, put some respect on the name, man. I that guy was a hell of a head coach and uh, certainly miss his style in Denver. You know, I, I, I like what Vic Fangio's bringing. But uh, if you told me that Mike Shanahan was running the ship right now, tell you what, I would not uh, cringe at all as I think Shanahan was a terrific head coach. I think it was that run in the 2000s 
where, you know, Shanahan's career head coaching wise in the NFL, I think maybe going to get divided up into a, a two kind of section of a, you know, during Elway era and post Elway era. And, you know, the Elway era was terrific, was phenomenal. They had all the talent in the world. They had a terrific defense, great offensive line, great quarterback, great running back, great wide receiver, everything was terrific about the team. But the post-Elway era, you know, you ran into issues at the quarterback position, you know, Greasy, the heir to the throne. He had a good year or two and then kind of stumbled out of it, had quarterback issues. You pick up Jake Plummer, who I think is going to go down as one of the more underrated quarterbacks in Broncos history. However, you know, I don't know if anybody looked at Jake Plummer when you first saw him and said, oh, my God, this guy's going to get you a Super Bowl. And look, they did go to the AFC Championship game, of course, lost to the Steelers in that game. But... This was also a football team that just, it always felt like they were missing something. They were kind of an overachieving type 10 and 16 and, you know, 8 and 8, 9 and 7 every single year. You draft Jay Cutler, you hope he's the guy, but time just runs out. You know, you can only be 8 and 8, 9 and 7 so many times before it starts to catch up with you. And, you know, it's almost kind of like the standard that Mike Shanahan himself set just got so much, you know, I mean, Denver fans, all they expected. You know, Pat Bowen, all he expected, 11, 12 wins every single year. And you know what? We thank them for setting that standard because that's what made the Denver Broncos so good. And I'm sure Mike set that standard for himself, but sometimes you just can't achieve that number. And particularly if your quarterback position is a little shaky, and then all of a sudden you're scrambling for a franchise guy, you got to groom the new kid, you know, the transition between veteran to new kid, maybe not as great in that season. What was that, 2006, 2007, something like that. You know, it, it really just kept kind of rubbing away the polish of Mike Shanahan's career as a Bronco and a head coach, and eventually you get to the point where you've rubbed all the polish away and you start to see this guy who, you know, he was just 500 over and over and over and over and over again every single year. It was always Peyton Manning. In fact, it's funny that Peyton Manning comes back and wins a Super Bowl for the Denver Broncos 10 years later, but, boy, it just seemed like in the mid-2000s, Peyton Manning was just in the way every single time. I think they lost to him twice in the playoffs. You know, so it was like it, it, it – lost a little bit of that luster and then obviously they finally make the decision to move away from Mike Shanahan and then they hire he who shall not be named that's another one for another podcast I can't go down that road today but congratulations to Mike Shanahan uh ring of fame very very cool stuff that the Denver Broncos are doing it's a Broncos Blitz podcast presented by our friends at DraftKings America's top rated sportsbook app we thank our friends at DraftKings and again promo code MHS the promos and bonuses are a flowing over there at DraftKings and I tell you what look at that look at that You bet a bunch of money, you win a bunch of money, and use that promo code MHS. Tell you what, it is a good time, and you got some skin in the game, and our friends at DraftKings, we appreciate them. Promo code MHS, you get some opportunities to uh, pick up those, of course, at UFC 251 coming up this week. For the Broncos Blitz podcast, of course, you can check out archives of this podcast. And, hey, look, you know, over there on iTunes, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, MileHighSports.com, and MileHighSports.com is a great resource. For Denver Broncos news, writing as we come up on training camp, uh, you know, the hope 
Cross your fingers. You know, everything can change in a week. Who knows? But training camp, preseason, of course, the preseason cuts to two games. How does that affect the Broncos? All these different things moving forward. Uh, we'll have a podcast coming out for that in the near future. So you can find this podcast multiple times per week on the many locations that you find this podcast. That'd be Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and MileHighSports.com. And, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, letter K Radio on Twitter. So if you like the podcast, be sure to give us a little five star and a subscription. Hopefully you leave some feedback. We appreciate you listening to the Broncos Blitz podcast, a weekly podcast on Mile High Sports. And of course, again, for more writing on the Broncos or an archive for this podcast, you can check out MileHighSports.com. It's MileHighSports.com. Later for now, y'all. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit MileHighSports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast.